This is Vaya con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me on Vaya con Munoz, your bilingual program on arts, culture, politics, and media. Back in the 1990s, a federal prosecutor in Puerto Rico said corruption has a first name and it has a last name, and its name is the New Progressive Party. That is the pro-statehood party. Why did he say that? Because something like 40 people associated with the then governor were found to have stolen millions and millions and millions of dollars from public departments such as education and health and public works. They, I mean, if there would have been money under a... a an ancient sacred ruin they would have stolen it from there as well and then what happened that same governor his name is Pedro Rosselló and I will never forget his name because he is the reason Puerto Rico is the way it is even today after Hurricane Maria he also started these multi-million dollar projects like this urban train that cost almost a billion dollars. A lot of it came from the federal government. A lot of it came from the United States. And today, hardly anybody uses the urban train. It just runs in San Juan. It is a disaster. It's very pretty, but it's a disaster and loses something like $50 million a year because it doesn't even get half full any day of the week. I just not even half the people they thought would use it, use it. Why? Because it doesn't go anywhere where you want to get. That is one project that created a huge debt for Puerto Rico because this Rosselló guy, he took out money. He, you know, negotiated with Wall Street and said, okay, we're going to, you know, sell some bonds. You give us money so we can pay for this thing. He, like that, there were a lot of projects. There was a huge aqueduct project and there was, you know, his two of his friends were then arrested and in prison for stealing millions of dollars. And then there was another project called the Convention Center, which today is the command center for FEMA and the Puerto Rican government to hold, you know, I don't know how many press conferences a day to talk about what they're doing. Meanwhile, people in Puerto Rico are asking, yeah, what are they doing? They're just talking, they're not doing. That convention center, the one that has air conditioning and has light, electricity, that's the convention center that's popularly known as the center of corruption. Why? Because its name is the Pedro Rosselló Convention Center. And in Puerto Rico, we have a really great sense of humor. And once that name went up, a lot of us said, oh, no, okay, that's the not the, the convention center. That is the corruption center because it is corruption that was the other storm that has been swirling since the 1990s, heading towards Puerto Rico. Between then and now, there have been other hurricanes in Puerto Rico. In 1996, there was uh, Hortensia. Then in 1998, there was Georgia's. And now here in 2017, there is Huracan Maria, Hurricane Maria, category five heading into Puerto Rico, category four as it went through Puerto Rico. The grid, the electrical grid, fell apart. Why? Because this Rosselló, he took out so much money to fund corruption and to fund projects that didn't lead anywhere 
that successive governors had to take out even more loans just to pay the interest on the loans that he agreed to in the first place. And instead of that money going to education, to going to health, instead of that money going to do anything to help continue to to improve the quality of life in Puerto Rico, it went to pay interest rates. Pedro Rosselló, who's a doctor, he created this thing called the health card because he thought back in, 1990, in the 1990s, 1992, 93, that with Bill Clinton in the White House and Hillary Clinton's push for universal health care, there was going to be a, a, you know, a Niagara Falls of money heading to Puerto Rico to pay for health care. And he gambled Puerto Rico's future on that. And that is another reason that we have this huge debt. We have a constitution that very clearly says you cannot owe more money to anybody that is over what you bring in from Puerto Rico. What did he do? He didn't care. Our debt grew by the billions and billions and billions to the extent that something like 74 billion, it was revealed a couple of years ago, $74 billion. And uh, the governor at that time said, we cannot pay this. That is why there's a control board in Puerto Rico appointed by Congress. President Obama said, this is the only way we can help you. This is the only legal instrument we have to help you, Puerto Rico, with that massive debt, those $74 billion. You would think that after spending billions and billions and billions of dollars in Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico should be this paradise. Oh, my God, you know, Puerto Rico should be this place where the schools are among the best in Latin America. The roads, my goodness, they're so flat. There's not one pothole anywhere. The healthcare system, mira, you go in there, you, you know, there are doctors fawning over you. No, Puerto Rico is Dante's inferno in public services because of the amount of debt that Rosselló accumulated. Today, his son, Junior Rosselló, is the governor. Why did people elect them? Let me put it to you this way. In the history of Puerto Rico, never has there been a governor who has received less votes to get to that position. Never have so few voted in the history of Puerto Rico. People are like, we can't even bear it. It's just like, uh, you know, we're just used to voting, and so we voted. And the other candidates, uh, no, they just didn't, they didn't, they didn't, yeah. They, they weren't uh, good enough. This young man uh, had been writing a column in the newspaper, had been in the media a lot. Este, the media is pro-statehood, by the way, and had been uh, profiled positively many, 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 many times. And so he became a very well-known entity. He seems like a nice guy, but what is he? Where his father was corrupt, this younger version is inept. He had this ad in Twitter uh, today, um, you know, looking for truck drivers. They need truck drivers so they so that they can take supplies to different parts of the island. Can you imagine a governor using his Twitter looking for truck drivers? It's like that's like a like th that's the kind of thing that Trump would do. By the way, Trump and this younger Rosello get along very well, and Trump is supposedly going to Puerto Rico next Tuesday. Oh my God. That's I can't even that will come later. I just want to put out here 
and I'm writing a column about this also for my blog at nataliamunoz.com. The hurricane that devastated Puerto Rico, it was called Hurricane Rosello, and it was called Hurricane Maria. The grid fell apart because nobody had money since the 1990s to maintain it, not even to prune trees, not even to update equipment. Plus, the, the energy company in Puerto Rico, which is run by the government, which is also corrupt and is bankrupt too, they, it's just, it's like everywhere you look in Puerto Rico, it's a mess. It's just a mess. So you have a hurricane that was already going to cause tremendous amount of destruction. But then the entire grid falls and most people don't have potable water and hospitals don't have air conditioning. So if you're operated on for appendicitis, you go to post-op and you're in a, an oven. Because it, and that's a terrible place to be because bacteria loves hot, hot temperatures. It thrives in heat. You have stagnant water everywhere in Puerto Rico. You know what happens in stagnant water besides stench? Mosquitoes start carrying life-threatening illnesses. So you see, it's very easy for all of us to say Hurricane Maria did this. But it wasn't Hurricane Maria by itself. It was a hurricane of corruption, a hurricane of indifference, a hurricane of people not paying attention, a hurricane of people not knowing their history. That is why today there is a push for the U.S. military to take over Puerto Rico because the government of Puerto Rico is so inept, it has no idea how to manage this crisis, that the people are calling for the United States military to come in and say, invade us, please. Come with your tanks, clear our roads, help us have water again. That is Puerto Rico. So when we think of corruption, corruption is not something that happened a long time ago. Maybe the acts happened a long time ago, but the effects, we're still feeling them. And I say to that Rosello family, everybody who lost their home, everybody who's sick, everybody who died, it's not that it's their fault, but somewhere, there's a thread between what's happened to all of Puerto Rico and this corrupt family. We'll be back with Larry Hott, film critic Larry Hott, who is reviewing Who's Streets, a documentary about Ferguson, Missouri. We all know what happened there. And we're also speaking with Matt Safransky, editor and founder of Western Mass Politics and Insight, about the recent primaries in Holyoke and in Springfield. And if we have time, we'll talk to Lilian Torres in Espanol about what is going on in Puerto Rico. Thank you for listening and thank you for being part of the conversation. This is Vaya con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP.